This year, I am focused on saving and investing, but I still want to do things like travel. NerdWallet lets you compare top travel credit cards side-by-side to maximize your spending, some even offering 10 times points on your spending, which means you could end up with a free flight or maybe a better hotel room. So what could future you do with smarter financial decisions? Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Gretch, I know from my own experience that baby making is not always simple. There is a lack of knowledge surrounding how to get pregnant. And when you want to conceive, there can be a lack of understanding and resources. Frida Fertility is the only one-stop shop that makes it easier to make a baby with a set of solutions for everything from reproductive health to uh, ovulation tracking to conception aid. Frida is simplifying the journey to parenthood with products that help you go from trying to making a baby. Frida products are innovative, easy to use, and accessible, from ovulation prediction to at-home insemination kits. This is baby making simplified. Find Frida Fertility on Amazon, at Target, and select CVS stores near you. That's Frida Fertility, F-R-I-D-A, Frida Fertility. Hello, we are here for more Happier, a podcast where we get more happier. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, Gretch. So today we will talk about the anniversary of the happiest day of my life. And, uh, you know, it's one of four big milestones that we are talking about today. Today is a four milestone uh, episode. Yes, four milestone extravaganza. (laughs) (laughs) I love a milestone. So, Elizabeth, first, what's something making us more happier? What's something making you more happier? Well, Gretch, this is our first milestone of the episode, which is today, or actually I think it's tomorrow, is our one-year anniversary of doing more happier. I know. I mean, I remember when we were just throwing around the idea for this. Remember that when we were like, because we did that unplugged episode? Yes. It was more just us talking like we do in this. Yeah, it was like a phone call. So then we started thinking about it. So, Alyssa, now we have to decide. We said we would do it for a year because we're like, if we're going to do it at all, we should give it a shot. Well, I think clearly we're going to keep doing it. It didn't even occur to me that, oh, it's (laughs) been a year and now we might stop doing it. Now it just seems part of the ordinary fun of life. What we do. Yeah. Well, I think we should give ourselves a ta-da, though, because, you know, it's easy to keep moving forward and not look back and think like, hey, you know, we did this and this was something that we started out to do. And we did it. We did it every other week in 2022. We're keeping it going. So ta-da for us. I think we should give ourselves a gold star for that. Yes. Well, and it does make me happier, Gretchen, because I feel like there's things we can talk about and more Mm -hmm. happier that we wouldn't talk about on happier. Yeah. Just like really going in about certain television shows. I get to talk about my real housewives, (laughs) life lessons. At last. (laughs) There's just fun things we get to talk about. And I love having a spot for that. Well, it's funny how we we always know. We've never not agreed or instantly both recognized whether an idea was for. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting. Happier or more happier. Exactly. 
wonderful. But I also, which I would love to hear from people, if there's stuff they would like us to talk about on More yes. Happier, you yeah. know, let us know. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to be continuing. Yeah. Okay, Gretch, what about you? What's making you more happier? Well, speaking of milestones, there's a big milestone anniversary in my life because January 9th, 2015 is one of the happiest days of my life. Maybe the all-time happiest day of my life. It's like conceivable this could stay in that top slot forever because that was the day Jamie was cured of hepatitis C. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. remember. Yeah. So, bummer for Jamie. He had a blood transfusion during a heart operation when he was eight years old. This was before people knew about hepatitis C, so they didn't, you know, they didn't know to watch out for it in the blood supply. So, he got it. And the thing about hepatitis C is it takes 30 years, but it will destroy your liver. And it turns out the liver is a very important organ. Everyone, yes. let's, let's recognize the majesty of the liver. 30 years is a long time, but Jamie was like a full-on grown-up. So it was, it was not great. And he tried several experimental trials. And then the FDA cleared something. He went on it the next day. And six months later, he was cured. It's like the biggest miracle. I just want to say thank you, science. Thank you, researchers. Thank you, doctors. Thank you, nurses. Thank you, technicians. I will never forget opening up that email. And it was like, you know, it was like a lab report. And it was just like yeah. viral load undetected. And it was like, oh, I just get teared up even thinking about it. So it was so great. I know. I mean, it was just such a sword hanging over yes. you guys, yeah. not knowing when is this going to really yeah. become an issue. Yeah. yeah. And like just to have that lifted. We just solved. You know, so uh, like yeah. how often does something just like go away like that overnight? Yeah. It was amazing. Right. But here's the thing. Sign up to be an organ donor because like Jamie gets to hang on to his liver, but it could have gone very differently. And one person can say, I, don't, I forget the statistic, it's like one person can like save the lives of five people and improve the lives of several other people. And it's like the easiest good deed you ever do. You just sign up for it. And then right. you, you, like, no one, you, know, you never know. Yeah. It's a huge privilege to die in a way that you can become an organ donor. So I'll put a link in the show notes. And so it's it's like a great thing to do. So January 9th, we yes. will maybe I'll get an ice cream Yay. cake. That's his favorite thing. So I, I'll oh, often get, a, get an ice cream cake to celebrate. Yeah. Celebration of Jamie's liver. Get a liver shaped. <laughs> it's cake, not it's not a cake. picturesque organ, but it's a very precious <laughs> organ. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Gretch, coming up, we're gonna talk about some quality screen time, which is also a milestone. But first this break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and free. And, you know, Elizabeth, I now work with a team and hiring the right people is so important. It's maybe the most important thing. And LinkedIn makes the process of identifying and hiring people easy and intuitive. I know that when I've been hiring for my team, it's hard to find quality candidates to interview. And LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else 
even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash Gretchen. That's linkedin.com slash Gretchen to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe without spending a fortune, and luckily I found Quince. Elizabeth, I got the Flow Knit Wide Leg Pant. It's very light. It's perfect for the summer. It packs very easily. I recently went on a trip with my family, and I took it with me, and they were just the thing to wear on a really hot day where I wanted to be covered up, but I wanted something that looked great and also was very comfortable. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Gretchen for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Gretchen to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash Gretchen. Okay, Elizabeth, quality screen sound. This is a huge milestone in your life, in your professional career, because I just thought, I know you've been waiting for the world to see it for many, many months. I watched the premiere of season two of Fantasy Island. I got a giant chill every time I saw your name and Sarah's name up on the screen, Mm -hmm. as always. But this is a huge professional milestone. I mean, tremendous. Yes. Well, first, Scratch, I have to say Mondays at 8 p.m. on Fox yes. and then available the next day on Hulu. You know, I have to say that um, oh, before of course. I say anything. But yeah, because Sarah and I have never gotten a season two. So this is the third show we've gotten on the air. Which itself is a huge accomplishment. Which itself I mean. is, yes. So remind me, like, what are the stages? Because it's like each stage is like a giant ordeal and step forward to take. Now, this is how it usually works. First, yeah. you you go in and you sell a pitch to a network. So that's a huge milestone. If and they, that's if they buy in the itself pitch. a huge deal, yes. And Sarah and I talk about it um, in detail on Happier in Hollywood, if anyone's interested. And then you have to write the script for that pilot, right? And then they have to decide whether they're going to make the pilot. And that Mm. is very rare to even get a pilot made. You go from, you know, like it could be 75 down to five. You know, maybe they buy 75 scripts, they make five pilots, or they buy 150 scripts and they make eight pilots. You know, very big deal to get a pilot made. And then they pick up just out of the pilots less than half, usually. Right. So it's a long process. Now, I will say Fantasy Island was a little different in that it was pitched to series. So we pitched it and it went straight to series. That's because we're a lean budget model and it's much cheaper not to do a separate pilot. Mm -hmm. So that had advantages and disadvantages. Advantage being we didn't have to go through all those other steps. Disadvantage being we were starting without anything. Right. And we had to find the show. 
But the idea then to get a season two, I think something like 90% of shows don't get a season two. So it's well, a I mean, very low number. This is the thing about your profession that is really is so daunting, is that at every stage, it narrows out so much. I mean, usually yes, really things don't, I mean, even if you're a lawyer, it's like half the people win and half the people lose. This is like overwhelmingly things don't move yes. forward. I mean, aren't, I'm sure you have friends who are like very well established, very well respected, just for one reason or another, things didn't break their way and things don't get made. Oh, absolutely. You can have a great career and never get your own show on the air. I mean, right. that most people probably have that experience. Um, and Sarah and I have been really lucky that we have gotten shows on the air. But yeah, to get the, we have just, you know, forever, Gretch, I said, I just want season two. Just give me a season two. I need a season two. So now we have a season two. Of course, now I'm equally passionate that I need a season three. Right. Funny details. Sarah and I have never done a season two of any show. We've always either been on season one and then a show hasn't gone forward, whether it's ours or someone else's, or we've come on season three or later. Oh, so, so you missed. we've never done a season two, period. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. It's just funny. We've done season four, five, six, never done a season two. Now, how would you describe that? Like, so you had the season one and that was really hard because you, you sort of, with the pilot, like you say, you sort of figure out a lot of things and you guys had to figure that out under the enormous pressure of doing the whole season. How would you compare doing season one to season two of this show, A Fantasy Island? Creatively, it was a much easier. Creatively, we really hit our groove because mm -hmm. we knew who our cast was. When we were starting to write season one, we were still casting. Right. Now we know the cast, we can write for the cast, we know what kind of stories really work for us. We knew sort of what we could accomplish in terms of production. So that made us, you know, write better suited scripts for our production and our lean budget. Creatively, it was so much fun. And we also learned that the audience really liked the ongoing stories of our main characters, not just focusing on the fantasies of every episode, mm. although those, of course, are very important. So as writers, we love writing that serialized stuff. So we did more of that, which was fun for us. Now, I will say production-wise, season two was extremely difficult because we had major COVID issues. We had to change where we were shooting, and our new place was much more difficult to shoot at because it was multi-level. So mm. we had to move equipment around different levels, whereas oh. where we were season one, it was just easier to move around. And we had a lot of rain. Mm. But I will say, I mean, Sarah and I have talked about it a lot. And this season of Fantasy Island, it was by far our best professional oh. experience oh. because we just loved what we were doing. We loved our writers were so great. And the cast just made everything better. And we just had a great team overall. So it was just very team oriented, you know. Hollywood, and we talk about this a lot on Happier in Hollywood, of like people stabbing each other in the back and politics and all of that stuff. But the nice thing is like when Sarah and I are in charge, we can kind of run it the way we want to. Mm -hmm. Right. So we really could have like a team atmosphere. And I felt like in just our executives, everybody just is really a team, which is just a nice feeling because that's what you're going for. 
And then there's some continuity there, which is nice. Right. You kind of are getting to know people better. So it's both creatively and then on that other sort of just work level. It's nice. Right. So I don't know. We're very proud of it. We love it. Hopefully everybody else will love it. I love feeling like an insider. Like, I remember you saying, like, Rosalind Sanchez is a really great salsa dancer. And then I'm like, ooh, there she is, dancing salsa and yes. like, looking awesome. And I'm like, yes. I knew that. I knew she was yes. good at salsa. <laughs> yes, we knew Roz was good at salsa. So we're like, all right, you're going to salsa. And I will give you a little uh, sneak preview that Kiara Barnes, who plays Ruby, oh. is a great singer. So uh, oh. you might be looking for Ruby singing in an upcoming episode. Yes, we love writing to people's strengths. And John, who plays Javier, likes to play guitar. So oh. we always write to what they like to do because it's just fun for them, which is fun for us. That's like in the office where it's like, Michael Scott can ice skate because, you know, <laughs> because the actor can ice skate. Yeah. Or like Andy yes. plays, the, plays the banjo. And it's like, okay. Yes. You That's know what's so funny? funny, though? I don't know if you know this, but actors always talk about how they're famous for if they're asked if they can do something, they just say yes, whether they yeah. can do it or not. <laughs> so if you ask an actor, can you ride a horse? Oh, yes. Yes, I can ride a horse. And then cut to right. fear on the horse. So anyway, it's funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 been good. More gorgeous white outfits yes. from Rosalind Sanchez and many great hairstyles, too. Excellent. I can promise you that. Okay, Gretch, what is our spotlight on a tool this week? This spotlight this week is on the calendar of catalysts. We love a great catalyst. You know, we've been talking about go outside 23 and 23. We've been talking about the 23 and 23 list. But some people don't like using January 1st. Questioners sometimes think it's arbitrary. Other people feel like they want a fresh start at a different time. And so the calendar of catalysts, there's new items put on. I'm constantly adding new items. If anybody has any great ideas, send them to me. And it's been redesigned to be a perpetual calendar. So it's not for a particular calendar year. So you could use, yeah. you could print it out and use it at any time. And I'll put a link in the show notes, but it's, if you want to know, you can go into GreshamRubin.com slash resources and look for the calendar of catalysts. How many do you have now? Do you know? Oh, you know what? That's a good question. I should count. I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. One of my favorites is Halfway Day. And I love Determination Day. Determination Day is coming up in February, so we'll talk about that, I'm sure. But another thing, as you're using the calendar of catalysts, I'll just mention this generally because I've been seeing this a lot, is in Better Than Before, my book about habit change, there's a lot about the strategies and tools. So if you're using the calendar of catalysts because you want to start a new habit, you might be using it otherwise. But if it's for habit, Better Than Before is also like a good thing as a companion, because that's the book where it really goes through the 21 strategies systematically. And I think for a lot of people, that's, it's helpful to think about them as they're choosing their date for whatever it is that they're trying to get going on. So, um, so I'll put a link in the show notes for both of those. Okay, great. All right, Gretchen, coming up, we're going to talk about yet another milestone that I had, but first, this break. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Gretchen, when I started my career... 
therapy really helped me work through all of my stresses so that I was able to concentrate at work and do a good job. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Gretchen Rubin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Gretchen Rubin. Do you want to set your child up for success? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Well, I know with Eleanor, when she was struggling so much with math, if she had been able to do online learning at home, she would have been much better able to keep up with the class, and that would have just made the whole situation much easier for her. Don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And half your listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com happier. Visit IXL.com happier to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. As your kids get older, some things about parenting get easier. They can dress themselves. They can clean up after themselves, allegedly. Other things don't, like having conversations about money. The fact is, kids won't really know how to manage their money unless they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. Greenlight is a debit card and money app made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on their kids' spending and saving while kids and teens build money confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. Yeah, Jack has Greenlight. And one thing I love is that it includes a chores feature where you can set up one-time or recurring chores and reward kids with allowance for a job well done. Gretchen, we used to mow the lawn. How much more motivated would we have been if we'd had funds deposited when we completed the hut chore? Mm -hmm. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash happier. That's greenlight.com slash happier to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash happier. Okay, Elizabeth, how's that going for you? I want to hear about this milestone that you just experienced now that it's in the rearview mirror. Reflect on it. How was it? Yeah, so my milestone, Gretchen, was hosting Christmas at our house. This is huge. I talked about it on More Happier, I believe. I said it was making me more happier that we were going to do it. (laughs) But it was also making me way more stressed. Yes. And I heard I heard about the stress ahead yes, of time. I was constantly talking and then texting the family about my fears and stress. <laughs> it took up so much of my brain power for like a good six weeks. Like even if I was doing nothing, I was just aware, like, should I be doing something? What could I be doing? What do I have to do? Yeah, in our family, we call this hostess neurosis. This is the anxieties <laughs> that you feel days before or particularly like day of when you're running around getting everything organized. This is something 
that we often joke about. Yes, and I had it, I would say, for weeks. <laughs> and I know many people in this world host Christmas every year, and yeah. it's like, that's just what they do. But for me, it was just a huge deal. Like, it really felt like a crossover into adulthood. Mm-hmm. So Christmas Eve, we had Adam's extended family. Unfortunately, his parents had COVID, which yeah. was such a bummer. Yeah, But we had about... I think of about 24 of us for Christmas Eve, and it was a buffet. And I have to say his sisters and brothers-in-law helped a ton because they brought all the tamales and like steamed all the tamales. And that was a big job. So that was a huge help. So some people stayed over and then some came back in the morning of our little smaller group of 10. And we had Christmas morning at our house as well. And I had gotten a quiche. I agonized Gretchen over my quiche. Where was I getting? I was determined for some reason to serve quiche. (laughs) I had long conversations with Maham about it. I got my quiche. It was a big hit. I had pound cake. We made two full packages of bacon. Mm. We had leftover ham. Santa came. I mean, I had the best time. We had champagne. So you did have fun. You did. You were able to have fun when it happened. I had a great time. Yes. I would say once half the people had arrived Christmas Uh. Eve, I started having fun. Do you think that's because it was just like whatever is done is done and I can't do any more planning or preparing. It's just like it is what it is. And yes, like if we don't have enough ice, there's nothing I can do at this point. Right. I will say also, the uh, you'll appreciate this, and people who listen to this podcast will appreciate this, Gretch. One of my major turning points in the planning hmm. was when Adam and I decided we were not going to try to make our office look any better. Mm, we decided right. it was going to be the dumping ground uh, of yes. all items that we had nowhere to put, yeah. which it's just in the ongoing saga of the office. I yeah. did not tackle the office. Instead, I closed all the blinds and it was just off limits. And then it was funny because my sister-in-law had to come in here and get something and it was like, ha ha. But maybe that's a good hack. It's better to clean as you go and put things away. But at a certain point, maybe it's just good if if you can There's often kind of, whether it's a closet or whatever, where you just throw stuff in there and close the door and and it's just people aren't supposed to go in there. Because it is hard not to have a place like that when you got a lot going on. Yeah. So that made a big difference because I just, how am I going to get this clean? How am I going to get this clean? So that was helpful. And then what was really nice, and this goes to, you know, we always talk about use your house, like use all the rooms of your house. Yeah. And we talked about that a lot during the pandemic. So, you know, we've done a lot of work, or I should say Adam has done a lot of work on our backyard. We have a fire pit. We have like heaters over another seating area. And everyone really used the backyard. We had Mm -hmm. for hours people sitting around the fire pit. We had all of our throw blankets. We had people sitting in our other patio area. We had the doors wide open. So this is the fun of being in L.A. That it was, you know, that day it was like 76. So it was cold at night, cool enough for a fire pit and blankets, but everyone could still be outside. I had our twinkle lights going. So I really did enjoy myself. And the funny thing is, before it even ended, because, you know, we're at Christmas every other year in L.A. We I 
was telling everyone, we'll do it again in two years, oh, good. two yeah. years at our house again. I'm like, what am I doing? Adam's like, yeah. we're doing this again. Yeah. But it was so fun for Jack to be yeah. able to have the family, yeah. you know, to yeah. be the hub, the center. Yeah. I'm the host. Here's the great thing about it. Doing something like that, I feel like it makes you feel like you can do other things yes. too. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Tackling something yeah. that for me would have been an impossibility hosting yeah. Christmas Eve. Now I'm like, well, there, I can do other things yeah. that I think I can't right. do. Right. No, you it's know? like that when you stretch yourself, it sort of changes your conception of what you're capable of. Yes. It's like natural childbirth. When I did yeah. natural childbirth, I'm like, okay, I got through that. Yeah. Who knows what else I can get through? It's interesting for both of us, Elizabeth, because I think we're very much the same in this way. And by the way, I have never done that. I have never hosted a major family <laughs> thing. So I get it. <laughs> it's interesting because both of us are caught in the middle where mm. one aspect of our nature is very focused on friendship, very hospitable, very gregarious, likes to mix it up and really enjoys a party atmosphere and enjoys beautiful things and like you and your tablescapes and all that. Yeah. But then part of us doesn't want to do it. It doesn't want to deal with the time and the energy, yes. doesn't want to make the decisions, doesn't feel confident in our judgment, doesn't feel, feels overwhelmed by it and sort of by kind of the work of it. And then also sort of like the discernment. The judgment. Of it. The judgment. Yeah, Whereas yeah. like our mom loves doing it, does everything beautifully. And maybe that's part of the problem. It's like, we know what it can be. So yes. like that's what we're aiming for. We have a very high standard in yes. mom. Yes. But she loves it. And so she's modeling yeah. somebody who does it beautifully and really enjoys it. So I think, Elizabeth, maybe part of it is you just got to get in there and do it. And then you sort of learn to, again, action is the antidote to anxiety. As you become less anxious and more familiar and yeah. you've done it, then it gets easier and easier. And then the fun parts become more fun and the hard parts become easier. Yes. And you learn little tips along the way. Just for instance, I was asking mom, well, I feel like I want to put out the bar yeah. today, but is it too soon? And she goes, well, if you're worried about like dog hair flying around in the air, which I was, she goes, just put paper towels over the glasses. Oh, so that oh. they don't nothing dust doesn't get in, oh, and right. then right before the party, just pick those up. And I'm like, okay, great. So like lesson learned. Now I know that. So you learn things. Well, Elizabeth, gold star for you. I maybe more than anybody <laughs> know <laughs> how demanding this was, and you got through it, and it's went great, and you're ready for more. So that's right. Major milestone. Major milestone done. Congratulations. Thank you. And what is our quotation this week, Gretch? This comes from William Edward Hartpole Leckie's The Map of Life. Of all the tasks which are set before man in life, the education and management of his character is the most important, and in order that it should be successfully pursued, it is necessary that he should make a calm and careful survey of his own tendencies, unblinded either by the self-deception which conceals errors and magnifies excellences, or by the indiscriminate pessimism which refuses to recognize his powers for good. He must avoid the fatalism, which would persuade him that he has no power over his nature. And he must also clearly recognize that this power is not unlimited. Fitting for today. Yes. So, Elizabeth, are you feeling happier, more happier? <laughs> yes, I am feeling happiest, <laughs> Thank you, Chuck. 
Get in touch. Gretchen's on Instagram at Gretchen Rubin, and I'm at Liz Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com. And for everything related to this episode, links, photos, and more, go to happiercast.com. Bye, Gretch. Bye, Elizabeth. The best time to start a happiness project is 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So Gretchen, to start hashtag outside 23 and 23, this entire week in LA is raining. So (laughs) I feel like I'm telling all these people in Michigan, go outside, just put on a hat. Yeah. Um, So I'm having to eat that now and go out in the rain. But it's good to have rain in LA. Yes, much needed. From the Onward Project. I don't know about you, but I'm always looking for ways for my son to get involved and give back in our local community. That's why I'm excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.